0: The CFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGP and Fantasy Football Podcast. They're giving away an autographed DeAndre Swift jersey and a merch store gift card. Get all the details by following them on Twitter at SGP and Fantasy. We're also brought to you by the MLB Gambling Podcast. They're giving away an MLB jersey as part of their wild card playoff contest exclusively in the SGPN app. Hey, everybody.
1: If you play fantasy football, especially in auction leagues.
0: And or you're a whiskey fan.
1: Yes, exactly. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast fantasy football channel show, Old Fashioned Football.
0: Coming to you every Tuesday morning. Give us a listen. We'll bring you the latest fantasy football data, including.
1: The injury report.
0: Studs and duds.
1: Waiver wire targets.
0: And suggested fab.
1: Market movers. After all, we are the Marks.
0: He is my hubby.
1: And she's J Mark's wifey.
0: And we're bringing all this to you while drinking an old-fashioned and giving you our honest review of a different whiskey every week.
1: All that and more. Hop on over, give us a listen, come for the football, stay for the whiskey.
0: This ad's almost done.
1: Going once, going twice. Sold. Welcome to a longer, wider field. This Chad Johnson, he's got it! And Ocho Cinco has touched down.
0: Welcome to the Waggle.
1: I think Nick Demsky just got tipped. Hey, thank you, man. He just got it. a tip from a fan. <laughs> That's intended to go back in the end zone, isn't it?
0: Welcome to the Rouge.
1: Down the sideline goes Alexson. He's going to score. Touchdown. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Welcome to Three Down Football. Welcome to the CFL Gambling Podcast. Now here are your hosts Rod Villagomez Gomez and CFL Jim.
0: It is the CFL Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, but he is Justin Mark today. I, I had to rearrange some schedules, so unfortunately, uh, I have to record during the day, and me and Jim usually record at night, but Justin Mark is going to step in for him. I still am Rod Gomez, and of course, we are still breaking down CFL action, but Justin, buddy, welcome back to the show.
1: Hey, thanks for having me. You know you know, I love the NFL, but it doesn't get much better than the waggle and the rouge. I mean, come on. This is uh, CFL. I jumped into it um, kind of preseason this year and I've loved every bit of it it was as good as advertised well actually it's not advertised as much is it (laughs) needs to be advertised more because it's fun to watch so thanks for having me again i appreciate it
0: oh absolutely and hey it is thanksgiving weekend for our friends over there in canada so as such the schedule is a little wonky uh more wonky than it usually is it's friday it's saturday and then it's monday so you guys get to enjoy some thanksgiving football on monday in the cfl and you're right this weekend was uh, kind of as fun as advertised or last weekend was rather in the CFL and it was pretty wacky and crazy and a a lot of stuff going down that I don't know that anybody would have predicted which leads us right into this weekend of Thanksgiving Day or Thanksgiving weekend football as it were four games still on the slate it starts on Friday night and as we always do me and Jim but this time me and Justin will break down each game of the slate give you the lines and tell you our our picks for these lines um but again as we get closer now to playoff football it is going to get intense especially in the east all of the west teams have basically locked themselves into all of the west teams that can lock themselves into a playoff spot have locked themselves into a playoff spot and now we are are just uh waiting on the east to figure themselves out but uh Jim, I'm telling, or Justin, whoo, I did it, one. There's the count, one.
1: Yep, one. Uh,
0: Justin, I'm telling you right now, the East, it, it seemed like a big toss-up for a while, but I think things are starting to shake out uh, a little bit more now. I feel bad for my Ottawa Red Blacks, but uh, what, are you, what are your thoughts on the East as we jump into the slate?
1: It's kind of been a mess all year, it seems like. Um, it, it seems like any given week, I thought, Oh, these guys are going to get it. You can just tell. Oh no, now these guys are going to get it. It's just a mess to kind of figure out. So, but that makes for a great last four weeks of football for us because there are a lot of teams still trying to push and make sure they can squeeze into the playoffs. So um, that makes for good football for us. Yeah,
0: it really does. And I'm, I'm. Look, like I said I'm looking forward to the stretch because obviously we know that playoff football sort of ramps up the uh, the intensity in the CFL especially. So still lots to be decided and it starts on Friday night. Uh, Justin, we'll just go ahead and jump right in and talk about the Saskatchewan rough riders going to the Hamilton tiger cats in the hammer in this one. It's, it's funny because earlier in the season, you probably could have made a case for uh, Saskatchewan to be favorites in this one, but instead they come in as about a point and a half or two and a half, depending on where you find it point underdogs to the Hamilton Tiger Cats, which is insane to me because the Riders are now on a three-game losing streak heading into this one. Uh, Hamilton losers of three of their last four. So yeah, I mean, it's this is this is how wacky this season has been. The 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 Riders just imploding on themselves. Now, granted, in three of the last four games, the Riders have played the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. So I don't know that you can hold that too much against them. Uh, but then you look in and Hamilton beat the blue bombers in their only win in three. So topsy turvy stuff there. We'll just, we'll start with the spread. What do you think in Hamilton at home point and a half favorites? Uh, what do you, what do you make of this line?
1: So I, I promise I didn't email you my notes, right? Because you basically said exactly what I had the four game losing streak through the last four against Winnipeg, but you know who beat Winnipeg in the only game they weren't playing the rough riders. It seems like. Hamilton. Um, also a little side note. I don't know if you saw it. It probably won't affect this game because I doubt he plays, but the Rough Riders have had injuries at running back and they uh, signed a guy that you and I are both pretty familiar with BJ Emmons from the USFL last seen playing for the bandits. So I hope probably not this week, but I hope next week he can get involved, get some touches um, and, and, you know, make some noise because he definitely was somebody we thought would be better in the USFL. Um, I think with Hamilton coming off the rest, Rough Riders injuries that they continue to go through, um, I, I like them to win this one at home. You know, they're averaging 371 yards a game, Rough Riders 342.3. And I just personally, I think that Hamilton has the better defense. And I think that's going to be the difference here. Um, so I like the Cats.
0: Jim always points out that you never know which Saskatchewan or which Cody Fajardo you're going to get for Saskatchewan, <laughs> and and honestly, this was one of those instances where this was not the good Cody Fajardo that we got uh, against the Bombers, and honestly, the Bombers didn't even have to be the best team in this; they just had to be slightly better. As I say, they they lost thirty-one to thirteen against the Bombers last week, and it just wasn't even close. Um, whereas Hamilton. Twenty three sixteen. I really, honestly thought that uh, that they would stand a better chance against the Owls in this game, uh, but unfortunately they did not. So, yeah, I mean it's 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 definitely going to be a closer contest that it probably would have been earlier in the season. Six and nine, Saskatchewan four and ten. Uh, so not too far off are the Tie Cats. Although the last time they did meet was June eleventh, and it was the Riders coming out with a thirty thirteen win uh, against them. So yeah, I mean. Uh, so now the money line here is at minus one thirty five. Um, I I would probably take a uh, a bite of that one as well for Hamilton um, because it doesn't seem like it's juiced all that much.
1: Yeah, agreed. I think it's got good value. Um, do both of these teams? I can't remember. Do both of them have a shot at the playoffs?
0: Um, Hamilton still got an outside shot. I mean, pretty much okay, everybody in so. the East has an outside shot, and and really Saskatchewan's looking at like a crossover situation if they can outlast anybody else. So, um, yeah, it, it's, I mean, all everybody's in playoff contention for the most part, except for maybe the Elks. Uh, but yeah, I mean, everybody else is sort of fighting for, for one thing or another. And yeah,
1: yeah. I, I thought I'd read that zero to one teams have been statistically eliminated. The rest are all eligible. So, I mean, Uh, you can't really make an argument for either team because of that, since they're both eligible for the playoffs, but I I like the home field advantage here. Um, And just that Hamilton offense, it's, it's better than you would think. I mean, you, you kind of look at their lineup and you don't think it's going to be great, but they, they've put up some good games and and I think that continues here. I think the rough riders are spiraling. Um, I kind of, Thought Mason Fine would be better than Cody Fajardo, be a little more consistent. But when we've seen him, it, he has not been at all. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I, I I like Hamilton. I think they win this one outright. Um, I think they cover the spread. But I do like getting that little extra, you know, paying the little extra juice just to make sure you don't end up with a push.
0: Yeah, no, and and honestly, you're right. Saskatchewan is on on a just, but Dane Evans. It's like a tale of two guys, too. Like, you get Dane Evans who can cook you for, you know, three 400 yards, and then you get Dane Evans that can barely hit the broadside of a barn. So, like, <laughs> I don't know. And Tim White's great. Like, yeah, you're right. This roster and the defense is is fantastic as well. So, who knows? Um, all right. I, I do. I like you. like the money line here. I like the spread. Uh, over-under set at 49.5 or 49, depending on where you can find it. It's kind of been a mixed bag for Saskatchewan the last couple of games uh, before this, this Blue Bomber game. They did hit the over. Uh, Hamilton actually had a good stretch of four games where they hit the over uh, and then kind of fell into two out of the last three where they haven't hit the over. So like I said, it's that tale of, of two offenses for Hamilton. Which one are we going to see? And can either one of these guys make this like a 26-24 game?
1: Yeah. Spoiler alert. I liked a lot of the unders for some reason when I was looking at the lines today, um, this morning, but, uh, same with this. I'm going to stick with the under. I think the, the Hamilton's defense is going to hold up. Well, I think their offense will be good enough to win the game, but, um, I'm not looking for a shootout in this one. So I, I like the under in this. How about you?
0: Yeah. Well, 13 to 30 was the last time they met. So it was only 43 points. That was obviously six shy, six and a half shy of this total. So um, yeah, I, I kind of like to under in this one, too, only because I know that, especially in the last couple of games, right? I mean, neither one of these teams have breached the 20-point 20, 20 mark. And that means that that doesn't necessarily bode well for either one of these teams. Granted, their defense allowed, uh, let's say Saskatchewan allowed 31 points, Hamilton 23. So, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's going to be a case of... The immovable force and the the unstoppable or whatever whatever that metaphor is that's what it's right. going to be in this game, right? Agreed. Uh, I've been told lately that I'm just uh, I'm sloppy with stats, so I won't uh, I won't <laughs> I won't try metaphors this time either. But yeah, anyways, I, yeah, like I said, this one's going to be under for me. This is going to be a, a sloggy game. Uh, defense is going to win the day, especially with Hamilton. So um, I don't see the the riders really even holding up their part of this. Um, so yeah, that'll do it for that game. (sighs) what a way to start the week. (laughs) Uh, let's move on to something that might actually be a little bit better. And it is the BC Lions nine, four, and one taking on the Toronto Argonauts in the six Toronto, man, they're, they're, they're running away with the East. They basically own the East. They are eight and six, uh, which normally you wouldn't say eight and six team rules a division, but, um, this is the East in the CFL. They definitely own this division. Uh, they are definitely locked into a playoff spot themselves. So they they're just really basically waiting for everybody else to figure it out. Montreal seven and seven behind them, Hamilton four and ten behind them, and then of course the lowly Ottawa Red Blacks three and eleven. But uh, like I said, for Toronto they are definitely assured a postseason spot. They come into this game, Justin, as uh as the let's see, God bless it. I gotta click on links. They come into this game, the Toronto Argonauts do, a point-and-a-half favorites over the BC Lions, which, again, if you would have said earlier this season that Toronto would have been uh, favorites over BC, you would have been laughed off the face of the earth, but obviously BC not the same team without Nathan Rourke. And now we're talking about McLeod Bethel-Thompson and the Toronto Argonauts coming in to beat the BC Lions. And and I, I want to know what you think about that.
1: Yeah, so... Um Interestingly enough, it seems like every other week, the CFL teams play each other and it's like, oh, they just played these guys three weeks ago or two weeks ago. These guys haven't played since week three on June 25th. So it's been a while since they've seen each other and obviously BC a different team without Rourke, there. Um, They've been a yo-yo since then, but Toronto has been a bit of a yo-yo as well. Um, Vernon Adams has been all right for BC. He's done okay. Um, Not great by any means, but he hasn't been terrible. Um, I kind of liked Pipkin there. I thought he deserved a little bit more time, but um, you know they they decided to get Adams. It's going to be interesting to me if Rort can make it back for the playoffs. I know they haven't officially ruled him out, um, and Toronto's facing injuries as well. They've started at running back, and so now they're relying on AJ Alouette, who's looked good. McLeod Bethel Thompson, he's another guy that he sometimes he shows up, sometimes he doesn't. Um, but I think BC is the better coach team. I think they have the better roster overall, and James Butler is one of the best running backs in the league, in my opinion. So I think they lean on him; they get the job done here, and they uh, and they cover and win um, against Toronto.
0: Ooh, you are predicting a nice little upset here for BC. I I almost feel like I lean the other way around, and and really this all deals with the fact that yes, Toronto is at home, but look, Toronto just barely had they got embarrassed last week. That point blank, they got embarrassed against the Stamps. I mean, they had a four-game win streak just utterly destroyed uh, by losing to Calgary 29-2. to Now, granted, it was in Calgary, so they were the road team in this one, but I don't know that Toronto is going to stand for that, uh, really. I mean, I think they're going to come out against this BC Lions team and try to prove that their 8-6 and six record, one, is not a fluke, and two, just the fact that they had played so many games against Eastern opponents leading up until Calgary, that they can still hold their own against a West Division opponent because, truth be told, they're going to have to probably end up playing one uh, in the playoffs at some point, and it might even be this BC Lions team depending on how things shake out. So uh, I think they want to to stand their ground and basically um, assert some dominance here. So I, I like Toronto in this to, to win because, like I said, I, I think they've got probably the more, they, they got more to play for. BC knows they're going to go to the the playoffs for sure. Um, they, they know where they stand, basically. The, the only thing they're jockeying for now is just basically position, right? I mean, they're, they're already locked into the postseason uh, with their 10 wins, and, and they're definitely going. So now they just got to figure out if they're going to, uh, where they're going to be with Calgary and, and with Winnipeg. I mean, Winnipeg's basically ran away with everything. Uh, they still have time to catch them if they want, but... You know, I, that, that's what I'm saying. So Toronto right now basically has to to play out and and try to establish dominance so that they can make a run deep into it. So uh, BC won against Ottawa last week, but I feel bad for Ottawa. I really do. The the home team there just not doing well for them whatsoever. Uh, but I, I like Toronto to, to come in and, and hold their serve at home.
1: Nice. I like it. Um, it. Another interesting thing, if if um, they don't think Rourke will make it back, they're going to keep pushing Adams to uh, get him just more and more comfortable. I know, I know he's been there several weeks now, but just keep pushing him to get more and more comfortable, and I think we'll see that on the field hopefully um, turn into success for them. But, um, you know, I, I came in, I was a fan of Rourke, and uh, the way he just started lighting up, it, in the first couple of weeks that made me a BC fan almost. Um, even though I'll admit I was going for the Ticats cats all year but um, I, definitely it's hard to not root for the Lions with how Rourke had played so I'd love to see him back. but yeah this is gonna be a good one. Um, to, I agree with you Toronto should be pissed that they only scored two points like that that's when you can only get two. you know that you've failed as a football team and it's really on the whole team, the coaches everything to correct that.
0: It is, and I think they will. Uh, money line on this one, you'll get about plus one hundred for uh, BC. About minus one twenty is really the average here for Toronto. So uh, obviously, you'd probably take the money line for BC if you if you feel like they're going to win, right? For sure. Yep, and I'll definitely go ahead and take the dip on minus one twenty for the um, for the Argos. There, that's not necessarily out of my price range. Over-under on this one, 48-and-a-half. Justin, that that one seems low, but tell you what, man, you count back. Since Rourke has left, the over has hit 4BC only once. That once against the Ottawa Red Blacks, 34-19, where the over-under was 46-and-a-half there. But in the four games preceding that, they did not touch uh, a 46 at all. And in fact, for the Argos, only th- only one of their last four have they touched an over. So, you said you like the unders. Is this another one?
1: This is another one I like the under. I, I do, I, I, if with everything you pointed out there. And I just think the the defenses are going to play well. BC's going to rely on Butler, which is going to kind of run that clock and drain it. So, yeah, I definitely like the, the game to go under here.
0: Owlette has been such a fantastic revelation for the Argos. He runs so hard and... I just wish that he uh, would have gotten more shots last game. Obviously, game script determined that that couldn't happen, but you know, he does look like such a fantastic runner, and, and he's not Andrew Harris, obviously, but I don't think anybody expects him to be. I just think that he's, uh, he's fantastic and, and should get more run, and you're right. If, if both teams run the ball a little bit more, that obviously leads to a lower scoring game, so um, definitely like the uh, under in this one as well.
1: Yeah, and you and Jim talked about this um, kind of, I think it was in preseason, about how don't uh, discard A.J. Owlette, even though Andrew Harris is a starter. He's still a very talented player, and I think he's he's showing that as he's had to come in and kind of carry this team. He showed that he is still a very talented player. Um, like you said, it, not exactly Andrew Harris's level, but Harris just runs with so much heart. I, I loved watching that guy play. It was a bummer that he got hurt, but yeah. Um, you guys are spot on there with calling out Owlette's talent. So, yeah, he's been he's been fun to watch too.
0: Yep. I mean, again, there's always good folks lurking back in the weeds to take over. Um. All right. Two games down, two games to go. Justin, when we come back from the break, we'll break down the second half of the slate. But before we do, you thinking of joining WinBet? Now's the perfect time because new customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open. It's 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% uh, 100 deposit bonus up to $1,000. And if you're looking to join the WinBet Biggest Winners Club, whoever gets the biggest parlay on WinBet odds-wise gets a $1,000 free bet. Last week, someone turned $6 into $4,000. Plus, they got a free $1,000 bet. Wimbet is truly hashtag DGENs only. So much to choose from. All you got to do, head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Uh, Offer subject to chain terms and condition at WinBet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through Wimbet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700 you watch football, you need FuboTV. FuboTV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone, plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable watch on all your devices. Never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, no contract, no commitment. You can cancel at any time. Right now, try FuboTV free. For seven days and get 15% off your first month, just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's fubot com slash S-G-P. Do you ever wish that before every NFL game you could get up-to-date and accurate information before placing your bets or locking in your fantasy lineup? Well, now you can with the Elias Game Plan app. It's the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB. So whether you're part of a fantasy tournament placing bets or just a huge sports fan and stats nerd, Elias Game Plan has everything you need. The Elias Game Plan app is a sports app. From the most trusted names in sports stats, that's the Elias Sports Bureau, the official statisticians of U.S. Pro Sports League since 1913. You see and hear their trusted facts all the time from ESPN, your local radio broadcast and television broadcast. But now, we can have all the stats facts and team and player updates in the palm of your hand all backed by the renowned research team we toss out a lot of stats here at the SGPN and we need you to understand that all of our takes are backed by cold hard stats and not just our intuition in the Elias game plan app goes a long way in doing that and their new chat function you can actually talk to them directly and receive the information you need to back your big decisions or betting on fantasy leagues plus their newly added weekly survivor pool analysis keeps you in the game so take this nfl season to the next level Download the Elias Game Plan app today. Choose from three game plans when you subscribe, weekly, monthly, or annual. But I can get you 25% off your first month when you choose the monthly subscription. Just use our promo code SGPN25. Find the Elias Game Plan sports betting in the App Store or Play Store. Use our promo code sgpn That's SGPN25. No house advantages changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play Pick'em Contest versus other people for the shot at winning $250,000 plus in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills against the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks on up to five player prop over unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including the NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily, for- daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but also where you play, and you won't want to miss out on this. Sign up now with promo code SGPN at NoHouseAdvantage.com or download the app to get a first deposit match up to $25. CFL action continues on Saturday with the Saturday evening game between the Edmonton Elks and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Well, at least for the Elks, they can probably say that they're not at home, and that would probably be uh, the best thing Edmonton can take away from it. (laughs) Just, Just a devastating loss last week for the Elks where, I mean, look, Cornelius got picked off, pick six against the Riders, I'm sorry, against the Owls. It was just, man, it was a heartbreaker. 25 18, they lost uh, again on the strength of that pick six. But they come into this one, Justin. We've seen this story before. We really have, where the Edmonton Elks come in as double digit dogs. Uh, not very often, but it's happened uh, a few times this season. But Edmonton comes in 13 and a half point uh, underdogs to the Bombers. Bombers are on a roll. So, I mean, this line makes sense, but is it too much?
1: Yeah, so when this season started, uh, Winnipeg won two very close games against your Ottawa Red Blacks. And I thought two things. I thought either Winnipeg's not going to be as good as everybody expected them to be, or Ottawa was going to be better. Neither one of those happened. If Winnipeg is as good as expected, and sorry, but Ottawa was was not all that good and has not. Um, 13 and a half points is a lot, but last time they played, the Bombers won 24 to 10, covering 14 points. So if it was at 14, I think I would be leaning the other way. They give us that extra half a point. I like it. And um, I, I'm gonna take it. I mean, this is a, a well-oiled machine that just keeps winning. So um, so yeah, give me the give me the bombers to cover.
0: It's it's a bombers team that has won their last three games by more, way more than this. I mean, they won 31-13 against the Riders last week. Uh, they won fifty-four to twenty against the Riders uh, two weeks before. <clears throat> they did end up losing to Hamilton, uh, actually by seventeen points uh, in-, in between that. But I mean, they've definitely put away their their uh, their opponents in pretty short order. So, and again, this Elks team, they have managed to cover spreads of, of over double digits in their time. They covered an eleven and a half spread against the Calgary Stampedes. Um, but you know, look. This is a a crazy, crazy Elks team because then they ended up losing 56 to 28 against the Stamps a couple of weeks ago. So I, I'm I'm not sure which Edmonton Elks team is going to show up. Uh and, and they're four and eleven right now, and they're hurting pretty bad. So they're searching for a, a lot of answers. They've got pieces. They've got fantastic pieces. They've got Darrell Walker. Taylor Cornelius is still a, a pretty serviceable quarterback. They've got the new running back, Brown. I mean you know, they've got dudes, like as Jim likes to say. They've got dudes. <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, those dudes are not able to to put it all together. So, I mean, obviously, yes, the spread, I, I, yeah, I will take the Bombers and the points because you, you kind of have to at this point.
1: Yeah, agreed. Um, like I said, if it was at 14, 14 and a half, I might lean the other way. But I think they win by 14. I, I would put it right on 14. Um, but th- this bombers team, it can get out of hand with them. So I could easily see it being a lot more than 14.
0: And, and yeah, for as much as the Elks have dudes, the bombers, just literally, that's all they have is dudes. Like they're 13 and two for a reason. I mean, a lot of folks were wondering whether or not they would be able to make a stand uh, as great cup champions again this season. I think they're definitely answering that question. Cause it doesn't matter how far they go down. They continue to just beat up on people like it's it's literally hard for them to to stay down they lost to two east teams surprisingly enough that's that's the only time that they've lost is to two east teams and they haven't yet to lose to a western division opponent and of course who are the elks western division opponents so um definitely tough to call this one but justin this this uh this money line is minus 700 in some places minus 600 if you can find it that low but there's no way i'm touching this one.
1: No, not at all, and I don't think Edmonton has the team to to beat them to take the dog money there. So, um, yeah, definitely would stay away from the money line across the board. It's so enti- enticing,
0: though, to to maybe like a plus five hundred if you can find it. Just a, I don't know, I, I don't know that I'm going to take the bait. That that's that's actually a trap, right?
1: Right. Yeah, agreed.
0: <laughs> Books are dangling carrots in front of us, and we're we're just trying to not uh, not chomp at it, but. <laughs> Uh, Over-under on this one is about 50 and a half. I mean, we know that the Bombers could probably cover that themselves if they wanted to. Um, But the last couple of times that these teams have played, they have not reached the over. In fact, uh, you mentioned it. The Bombers beat the Elks back in July 24 to 10. Uh, Definitely did not hit the over. Uh, But the last two out of the last three games for both of these teams have hit the over. So it's a curious thing as to whether or not we think they're going to reach 51 points.
1: Yeah, I'm taking the under again. Um, I don't think Edmonton scores enough to keep up um, and to push it to that over. So I'm going to take the the under for the last time. Spoiler alert: this week.
0: Feel so bad for the overs. I, yeah, and again, to to be honest with you, a lot of these games have just been you know so tightly contested. Like I feel like blowouts are happening, yes, but by and large, most of them are are, are tussles and have come down to. Uh, the unders and and we don't see a whole lot of overs in the, in the last few weeks. So I think this is a safe bet.
1: Yep. Agreed.
0: All right. Let's turn our attention to Thanksgiving. I don't know how much thanks the Ottawa red blacks will be given. Now they're without Paul LaPolice. their their former head coach. Uh, Jim had asked me earlier in the week, what I thought about that as far as, you know, uh, Paul LaPolice no longer being the Ottawa red blacks head coach. And I just, the writing was on the wall. There wasn't too much more that Red Blacks fans were going to stand. I mean, look, we had Rick Campbell, took us to three Grey Cups, won one of those, and, you know, still, he he was ousted because of the fact that we couldn't necessarily cross the 500 mark. Now here it is, Paul Apolese, was supposed to be the most offensive-minded coach in the entire league. Turns around, and our offense is not as dynamic as what everybody thought. Can't win a game at home. So, obviously, it was time to go. Well, now, they'll take on the Montreal Alouettes uh, in, in, the, in the Thanksgiving Day game uh, in Montreal, mind you. So, at least the Red Blacks stand a chance of winning. But they come in as six-and-a-half point to seven-point dogs, depending on where you're at. Uh, obviously, Montreal, the home favorite there. So, Justin, what's your take on, on this uh, spread?
1: so we know ottawa doesn't win a lot of games sorry again um (laughs) but what they do well is cover on the road they're five and two covering on the road um and you know the last time these two played each other ottawa did win the game 38 to 24 so while this is a decent spread I i like ottawa to cover since they're on the road if this was at home I would not pick them to cover because they're 0-7 covering at home. They cannot play well at home. It is one of the craziest things I've seen. You're supposed to be better at home, but this team just travels well for some reason. So, I mean, does Montreal want revenge for their last loss to Ottawa? Probably. Um, It's their only loss they've had in the last four games. But I, I like this Red Blacks team to stay feisty. I like them to get up for this game. I'm not saying I like them to necessarily win, but I like them to play it close and cover the seven points.
0: I like them to cover the seven points as well. I mean, cover the six and a half, even if that's really what you find it at. Uh, but look, I'm going to go ahead and pick the upset here. This is Montreal. Uh, th- this is the rival of of two East teams. You're right; they did actually meet back in September, and Ottawa did come away with it. And they pretty much had the the best offensive output of the entire season against these Alouettes, where they scored 38 points. Uh, well, the best points out out uh, output, anyways. Thirty-eight to twenty-four. So took them to the the limit. Of course, we've seen a much different Ottawa Red Blacks team since then. Three straight losses, but of course, two of those were at home. One of them was against the Lions, which was just definitely a rough game. And yeah, you're right. Montreal has definitely come out firing. They they beat BC, they beat Hamilton, they beat Edmonton for three games in a row. Uh, have won five out of their last six. So obviously, Trevor Harris has got this team looking right, but there's something to be said about revenge games, and Ottawa loves to stick it to Trevor Harris. and Trevor Harris seems to kind of buckle playing his old team in Ottawa. So um, I'm definitely going to take the Red Blacks for the upset here. Uh, so I'll take them to cover the six and a half, but I also will take the plus 280 or plus 230, plus 245 that I can find on them to win on the money line. I like it. So, I mean, but now for you, though, as, as far as the money line, 280, 295, that's what I'm seeing for the Owls. Too much for you?
1: Yeah, it is. I don't think I'd touch that. Um, I, th- I think for spread betting with the Red Blacks is as far as I would go, um, I'm not as confident in them upsetting, though I like it. I hope they do. But, uh, but yeah, I'm going to just stick with the spread there. I'm not going to touch that um, 280 favorite for Montreal. All right.
0: Well, how about the over/under? Does that entice you? It's forty-seven and a half. That that number seems ridiculously low. And and to be honest, with the Ottawa has crossed that threshold in the last two games and three out of the last four, whereas Montreal has not. So I don't know if it's more them not living up to expectations or their team, or the other their opponent not living up to the expectations. But um, I I think I like the over in this one.
1: I do too. I'm going to play it off of the fact that last time they met, it was thirty-eight twenty-four. I think um, if Ottawa has a chance here, they got to keep scoring. Um, so yeah, I definitely like this one to go the over, um, especially because it is only at forty-seven and a half. I think they, I think they get at least to let's say forty-eight. I mean, <laughs> they can do that, I'm sure. So yeah, I like the over. This is the only over I like for this weekend. So um, yeah, give me the over. Give me Ottawa to cover.
0: That actually would really be funny because this this team
1: this two matchups should be the one that
0: you want to take the under on. But I think <laughs> right. 47 is is such a low number. And you look at what Montreal's done over the last three weeks, 31 against BC, 23 against Hamilton, 25 against Edmonton. So, I mean, they can, they can put up half of that by themselves.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, uh, I love it. All right, we're going to step away one more time, come back, give some of our favorite bets on the weekend, uh, as we always do. But before we do that, let's talk about coffee. I love coffee. Just finished my cup right now, and I am jazzed and ready to go for the rest of this episode. And the reason that I'm so jazzed is because Trade Coffee gives me the coffee that I love, and they give it to me as often as I want it. And Trade Coffee has the folks that taste all of that coffee for me so that they know exactly what I'm drinking before I even drink it. It's such a great coffee subscription service. You probably have never tried a coffee subscription service in your life. Now is the time to do it with Trade Coffee. Go take their quiz at drinktrade.com and you can figure out what coffee works for you because look, you may not need the super caffeinated type of coffee that I need. Maybe you just want a nice mellow caffeine high uh, to ride through the day and you don't need a jolt of rocket fuel like I do. But trade's gonna do that for you if you take their quiz and they're gonna give you something that you absolutely love because trade has whatever you want you can shop their most popular coffees by roast or by flavor profile or you could take their coffee quiz and get expertly matched coffee that you love trade's the easiest way to get your very best tasting coffee delivered fresh when you need it you got nothing to lose trade guarantees you're gonna love your first bag if not they'll work with you to replace it or free. So if you want to support small businesses and brew the best cup of coffee you've ever made at home, it's time to try Trade Coffee right now. Trade's offering our listeners a total of $30 off your first order, plus free shipping at drinktrade.com SGP. That's drinktrade.com SGP for $30 off your subscription to the best coffees in the country. Reading off a ton of numbers to you, a ton of odds, a ton of stats, a ton of everything that you need to make your bets for the CFL Weekend. Where am I finding all of these? Well, I'm finding them all at OddsTrader.com. You can shop and compare odds across all the major sportsbooks. Plus, you can compare different sign-up codes and promotions from Sportsbook to get the best deal. You get player stats, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather. It's going to make you the single most informed better in the entire world. Plus, you get a bet tracker so you can keep records of all your games and betting activity. All of that stuff and more can be found on oddstrader.com slash blue wire oddstrader.com slash blue wire oddstrader the number one site for all of your game day bets all right justin we've reached the part of the show where we hit folks with our favorite bets on the weekend so i will yield the floor to you to give us uh, one of your favorite bets on the entire weekend
1: well in um cfl gym fashion i wanted to do like a first half or <laughs> something like that but and these books are slow at getting some of these lines out um, so I had to get a little creative here, but I'm going to go with your team, the Ottawa red Blacks, plus seven parlayed with the team that I chose at the beginning of the season, mainly because of their, their colors are very close to the Iowa Hawkeyes, the Hamilton tiger cats, um, to win by one. And, uh, that parlay gets you plus two sixty four, And I think that's a easy number for both of those teams to hit. So, um, that's definitely one I'm getting down on.
0: Giving you creative ways to win some money. That's what we always do right. here on the SGPN. That is why we are the most uh, fastest growing platform out there. Uh, love it. Uh, all right, I'm gonna just uh, I'm gonna keep it simple, and I'm gonna give you my Toronto Argonauts uh, on the on the spread and on the money line as well to win at home. Like I said, BC I- is one thing, and and they've been able to kind of keep the the ship afloat even without Nathan Rourke. But look. I mean, the East knows Vernon Adams. Like, And if anybody knows Vernon Adams, it's the Toronto Argonauts. So they're not going to surprise anybody uh, by coming in with Vernon Adams under center. I mean, obviously, we know that, that Vernon Adams played a long time in the East uh, with the Alouettes and, and with uh, several other teams in there. So there's nothing that Vernon Adams can do that's going to shock anybody in the East. So I will definitely take uh, Toronto to hold court in the 6 at BMO. For the money line as well, minus 120. And of course, uh, I'll, I'll give them to cover that one and a half point or even a two point spread uh, at home. Nice, like it. Beautiful stuff. Um, all right, Justin, well, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this uh, edition of the show. We've got the DFS episode coming out very shortly as well. So uh, lots of great stuff coming up on the pipe in the CFL. You're going to join me for the DFS episode, yeah? Yes, sir. Beautiful. I love it. Back-to-back for Justin here. Uh, All right, well, Justin, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you on social media?
1: Yeah, follow me on Twitter at jmarkfootball.
0: That's right. He's got tons of stuff. The NFL Gambling Podcast, the Old Fashioned. You heard his voice. I had to play the little plug there. uh, (laughs) Loved it. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Just before, yeah, grab him on the Old Fashioned, on the SGPN Fantasy Football feed. Great stuff with him and his wife. Just love listening to that every single time. Uh, all right. Find me on Twitter at Gomez, and of course, uh, find us anywhere you can find your local, your favorite podcast, and on the SGPN app. We'll come back with the DFS episode very soon. Thanks for listening. Enjoy your three downs. Happy Thanksgiving, and let it ride.